Can you imagine being a soccer team that being a fan of a soccer team that's tied eight games? It's like that's so boring. Yeah. It's all garbage. They're, they're, um, I mean, they're a garbage team, and it's the pigeons. Yeah, they deserve that dump of a stadium. Yeah, amen, amen, amen. Hey guys, it's the Stupid Brothers Podcast presented by the Brotherly Game. We are AJ and Luke. It is June 24th, and this is going to be episode number uh, 22. 22 currently being worn by the kid, the Medford Messi, Brendan Aronson. Luke has his jersey. <laughs> so, uh, it's also been worn by... Uh, going with that one. Bef- yeah, I don't know. Before him, it was worn by Fafa, and before, uh, uh, yeah. obviously, still a union player. Um, and before him was Leo Fernandez, currently playing with the Tampa Bay Rowdies. And before that was Justin Mapp, who is retired. Legend. So, yeah, uh, Union legend. Yeah. So, cool guys wearing number 22. Uh, liked them all. Still do. Yeah. So, tonight's episode, what we're going to do, uh, we're, we feel like we're just in the re- uh, recording studio. Yeah, Friday. Just, Friday, Saturday. Oh, uh, well, Friday. Thursday. Oh, Thursday. Yeah. Thursday. Like Thursday. Just a few days ago. Hopefully, yeah. you guys got a chance to listen to our last episode. Um, if not, we're going to do a quick recap of some of the important topics from that last episode a few days ago. <laughs> um, then we're going to preview the New England game, which is Wednesday, the NYC game this weekend. And then the second half of the episode, we're going to just do like a general second second half of the season preview slash recap of the first half of the season. Yeah, we'll give out Got some there. mid-year awards for the team yeah. and then uh, second half, what we want to see. So it's yeah, a good episode for you. So let's let's get right into it. Um, so a couple of days ago, we put out a podcast. Uh, we talked a little bit about the, uh, the open cup loss, but no one really cared about that. Yeah. People just fast forward through that part. And, and rightfully so, because we had teased that I was going to be presenting some silly soccer ideas. <laughs> and if our listeners know anything, they know that's silly. That's what you tune in for. <laughs> that's what you're looking <laughs> that's for. That's what you're that's spending. What you subscribe for. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, put out a poll on Twitter and asked for some feedback and, and was impressed with what I got. I'll admit it. Better than expected. Yeah. And yeah. Any, any feedback is going to be better than expected. <laughs> so um, the main, the idea that I definitely think about most and I, I'm sure most people have been thinking about it since they heard about it yeah. is the idea of make it, take it PKs where, <laughs> all right, hold on. Um, try to say it without laughing here. Uh, you make a PK. A sign of a good idea. <laughs> if you can't say it without laughing, then <laughs> is it worth it? Uh, you make a PK, and then you get to take a second one. Not only that, the defending team puts in a second goalie. And then you make it. You get a third PK. They put in a third keeper. It goes on up until at least uh, uh, no more than five because we don't want to go crazy. Um, so there's some funny thoughts like, okay, you make three. Then you're playing against four keepers. They save it. Well, now three keepers have to quickly run off the field. Uh, yeah, the, the strategy of like, are the keepers all on one side? Are they diving different ways? You there's can, lots of. You can let them listen if they if they didn't. Yeah, tune in, tune in. Yeah. I mean, I've just thought about it more, and there's a lot more in my brain about yeah. it. But um, if you if you didn't if you missed last episode, it's 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 worth a listen. And it's not a not a timely issue. You can listen to it anytime. Exactly. You know, you can listen to it yeah. in two months. I mean, I'll probably be listening. Keep that to in it. the back pocket if you want. Yeah, I'll probably re-listen to it weekly for the next year. <laughs> it's just the second Pretty half. proudest work. <laughs> so, uh, most people on uh, the Twitter poll, um, uh, the options were pretty fair. The first option, I love it, you're a genius. Only 4% of our listeners hmm. voted for that. Tough break. I, honestly, I'll take it. <laughs> that was kind of more than I expected. 7% voted for it's not the worst idea. So, maybe uh, they must think VAR is the worst idea. Yeah. Uh, this like, is better than VAR right now. Okay, Don't yeah. even. If that's factored into that, sure. Yeah. And then uh, some said, yeah, it is the worst idea. <laughs> but then... Sorry, I, I used all my burner accounts for that one. <laughs> and then the overwhelming majority, 68%, it was just hilariously dumb. So, and I think, honestly, that's, that's about the angle we're going for with yeah, this whole thing. That's the this whole the, podcast. Uh, that's the new name of the podcast. Um, some people did enjoy the idea of your coach gets to play for a little bit. Coach on. 
Matt Ralph liked that one. Yeah, I like that one yeah. too. I'm glad. I'm glad he appreciated it. Yeah. Um, they weren't all ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah. And then some people well, did. They were ridiculous, but there there was some merit there. I'd say. Yeah. Sadly. Uh. So I, you know, went through the, the paperwork and stuff and submitted <laughs> it to FIFA and they haven't gotten back to me. So. They're, they're, I think they're busy right now. They're, they got a little bit of yeah. soccer going you on this add, summer. I didn't at least like $2 million for that to get, even get looked at. I'll do my best. <laughs> I'll take a raise any day. <laughs> uh, some ideas people did throughout, though, that I did like. Um, someone did add to the make it, take it PKs, but they kind of adjusted it, thrown it after the o- overtime instead of doing a regular PK shootout. Yeah. Kind of do a make it, take it couple rounds or something. I thought that was kind of cool. That might be a wrinkle that yeah. I could allow. Yeah. And then... Uh, Another one I liked a lot was someone suggested just a new rule of um, instead of going to PK shootout, just play till you drop. After first overtime, second overtime, go four overtimes, then you uh-huh. take out players and go eight on eight. And yeah. I like the idea of going I, less players. I feel like I did that once in like a youth tournament. Gettysburg. Like indoor. Oh, uh, no, you did it in indoor? Yeah, it in indoor. Okay. But I'll probably get it back to you at that classic blue gray cup. I remember doing it in Gettysburg where you went overtime, and I, yeah. and I feel like there weren't keepers. I feel like they took off keepers and three players, and it was just eight on eight, no yeah. keepers. And then every like five minutes, they took off another another player. Yeah, I, yeah, that that happened. That was that was, that was crazy. Yeah, and uh, yeah, just mayhem out on the field. Yeah, um, MLS takes some notes from youth soccer. Yeah, it's about time. So yeah, appreciate everyone listening, uh, giving us some feedback. I uh, can't wait for the next bye week so I can throw out some more silly soccer ideas. I think you're all excited for it too. Looking at the calendar right now, I don't know if we have many bye weeks. Okay, well, we'll we've got an off season. Probably at least one bye week. I, yeah. I, I guess, yeah. Yeah, and maybe yeah. we'll skip talking about like a game one the week just so I can talk more. <laughs> yeah, a bad loss. We'll just throw out there <laughs> yeah, we'll ignore that three nothing loss and let's talk about you know playing soccer with blindfolds. <laughs> I don't know, just on the ref. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get back into the Philadelphia Union soccer team. Your first place Philadelphia Union soccer team still in yeah. first after this weekend. We didn't have a game. But these standings didn't really change. Yeah, it seems like all the Eastern teams that did play this past weekend lost, or I think there's like one tie. So Yeah, I think only one point was gained on them. So we're still Not sitting bad. at the top with 31 points. Yeah. Uh, the next second place is a tie between Montreal and D.C., both at 27 points. Atlanta is sitting at 26 points. They have two games in hand, so always worried about them. Yeah, and the game in hand thing, it's getting really frustrating that it hasn't evened out yet. We're halfway through the season, and there's... Teams with like four games difference. Yeah, so How Montreal does that still happen is eighteen games in the season, so more than halfway for them. And then NYCFC has only played fourteen, so they're not even close to the halfway right. through their season. I'm looking at like the the form guide on MLS Soccer right now, mm-hmm. and it should all have like pretty even bars for every team. And there's so much variation. I feel like that's that's not right. Right. Why yeah, is yeah. why is the scheduling so off? There's no excuse at uh, this point in the season for teams not to be close to having. I can see one or two games difference, but four games between yeah. least and most played seems really. I mean, that's almost a month. Yeah, and like we're so far into the season that it should all be. Yeah. It's it's just it just makes it hard to compare like who's actually. Like it kind of makes the standings a little off. Right. A little, so, little too skewed and hard to you know. So if we're looking at just points per game, Union are still in first place. And then second place would actually be Atlanta. And third place would be NYCFC Mm. in the East. If you look at goal differential, that's another thing you could look at. Union still in first place, of course. And then it's Atlanta and New York Red Bulls. So a couple different measurements you could look at. Either way, it kind of is lining up that Union are in first place, of course. Yes. And then everyone else is not. Yeah. But I would say if I had to take a just prediction, I would say Atlanta is probably the second best team in the East behind us. Yeah, that's fair. Based on, you know, a couple different metrics. Yeah. Goals and points per game and who they are. So, anywho, let's not talk about good teams. Let's talk about the crappy teams. That would be the New England Revolution. We're playing them on Wednesday up at what, the, the football Gillette, field. Gillette Stadium. Tom Brady's house. Tom Brady. TB12. The house that Billajek built. Yeah. Uh, well, Nick Foles doesn't care, neither do we. <laughs> so, Union playing New England Revolution. They uh, already fired their coach the once this year. Brad Friedel was sent packing after yeah. her horrendous. The most predictable firing of the, of the league th- yeah. this year. And the Union did have a little bit to play in that. We uh, oh, beat yeah, them. The 6-0 was like right after that, right? right. Yeah. yeah. Or 6-1. Right, 6-1. 6-1 was right before yeah. that. 
And then it was two weeks after or a week after Friedel was fired. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we got to play them again, but they're a brand new team with some guy named Bruce Arena. Arena. Arena? Have I heard of him? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah. He's that guy who didn't get us to the World Cup. Oops. Wah, wah. <laughs> but, uh, but since then, since they hired him, they haven't lost. So, oh, um, in the past month, they haven't lost. Their only loss was to Chelsea. Chelsea. A little blue team from across the pond. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we're playing them on Wednesday up at uh, Gillette. They're, they're going to be missing their goalkeeper. He's serving the second of a suspension from a red card. So nice. they'll their backup keeper. Uh, they just got knocked out of the U S open cup in an overtime loss. I guess that was last week. Um, one thing they they do have a U 20 player. If you were paying attention to the U 20 world cup, you may have heard the name Renix. He's a striker attacker who scored. It was the late the game goal winning against, goal yeah, against game winning against France. Yeah. Um, so he's back. He scored in their open cup loss. So, He's had a couple big goals recently. Who knows? We might see him on a Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, That'd be will, cool from a U.S. perspective. To yeah. See him, see him play. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't want to see him score, but, you know, cool to see a young guy get out there. Yeah. Maybe like hit the post a couple times and yeah. get frustrated, cry and be like, oh, man, why are the union winning? Stupid kid. Uh, kids, right? <laughs> so we usually have their numbering games. We've, yeah. Uh, a stat, in the past, like nine games, we've beat, or they have only beaten us once. Right. And, and we, that was a game we went all the way up to Boston for. Yeah. That was fun. So, other than that one game that we happen to be at, they've not beaten us in a long time. Yeah. So, fortunately, we're not going to this game. So, I think we should be safe. Yeah. So, what do, what do you think our lineup will be? Let's start there, and then we'll go into our prediction for this game. Okay. It's um, Wednesday, and we have a second game on Saturday. Yeah. So, I I think we're gonna. It's gonna be a pretty typical lineup. Um, you got freezing goal or Cornell? Oh, I forgot about that actually. Yeah. Uh, Blake, Blake will still be at the goal. Right. Cup. Right. Right. Um, I think they'll give it to Cornell. Okay. I think they gave Freeze the open cup, so I, I feel like go back to Cornell. Um not that I mean Freeze had a fine game. He, I know he gave up that it was kind of him his mistake that gave up that goal, but I think feel like they just keep rotating between the children since mm-hmm. neither one really is, is a standing out as a number two. But um other than that, like same back line, I'd imagine. Um I feel like they're still gonna keep Fabian out. Uh, if anything, he'll be a sub. And really the only thing would be strikers, and I think I think we're gonna stick with Santos and Casper. Mm-hmm. I, just based off of recent lineups, I feel like we'll just stick with that and and roll with that one. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be much change either. I think you, I think um, you said Cornell. I think they're going to stick with Freeze. Just kind of keep his I don't know head up. I think I I don't know. I think it's more of a psychological thing more than anything else with yeah the goalkeeper that. selection this week. Sure. Um, so I'd say they go with Freeze. Uh, I do think they'll keep Aronson to start. I think they'll save Fabian. I mean, he might get some minutes, but I think they'll save him for NYCFC. I think if he's going to start a game this week, I think it'll be against NYCFC yeah. because it's a smaller field. So we probably should have looked this up. Is there? Do you have you heard of any update on Fabian? Like, is he like good to go? Like, um, so recently, I can tell you based on his Instagram, uh, he was watching the uh, Mexico game last night. The okay, big screen TV. So yeah, that checks out. And then he uh, got some new teeth whitener. So that's all you need to he know. He was whitening his teeth last night. I, that's just based on Instagram, what I've seen. So, no, <laughs> no idea. Good work by I, us. I, yeah, I feel like he's he's basically. I feel like his, his ankle is like. I think it's, it has to be basically recovered by now. I think it's more just like a fitness and getting back into the lineup. Mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine. Yeah, I don't even think he's gonna. I, in my opinion, I don't think he's going to start against uh, New York, New York City. Okay, I feel like it might be another another week or two for that, but. And maybe, uh, yeah, I could, I could see him getting into game. I feel like I don't know if he'll need to. If, hopefully, this game is something we can bury pretty quickly. Hopefully, we can give Bruce his first loss. Yeah, just you know, kind of like a typical easy easy win. Get a goal early and then like kind of lock it in and and just because I mean New England they're, they're not like a. I feel like the only time I've seen them play the, the guy that's saying that's me is Tejo Buchanan. He's like this like rookie. Oh, and he, he's like and he's a he fine player, but if that's your, your your biggest threat, then I don't know. I I'm not super worried by them. I know they have like the like Carl's heel guy and um I know Bunbury's having a good season too, but I just I'm just never really too nervous playing against New England. Right, right. So prediction for the game? Uh I think we're gonna win. I'm gonna say two zero. Two zero? Yeah. Solid. Solid. I'll go I'll go a squeaky two one. Nice. Squeaky two one. I think a squeaky two one. I think we're yeah. gonna show a little bit of that grit that we've been doing all year and nice. 
we'll start the second half of the season with a 2-1 win. Yeah. Kind of set, set the tone. It is weird, though, like, having such a big break, you, like... Like you kind of like, I don't know. Before the break, I mean, you're in a rhythm. All these watching all these games, they kind of know how the team is feeling. But like after the break, you kind of it's kind of crap. Kind of go into a cold. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what what we're going to be watching, what we're going to see. But you know, I trust this team. This team is showing that they're. I trust this team. Yeah. How about I that? Said, how about a statement from Luke? Is that right is there? that a statement? I, when have we been able to trust this team in the past? That's true. There has not been many That's seasons true. where we've been able yeah. to say, "Oh, I trust this team." Yeah, I I think that's also, a, I guess, a statement saying that I didn't really think that was a statement because this team is very. Mm-hmm. It's not. I should it shouldn't be a bold statement looking at how we're doing. How well. we're doing this yeah, year? No. Yeah, like I, I think we're really it's just one of the most well-rounded teams in the in the league. Mm-hmm. Which that's also a thing you can, I've ever said. Yeah, it's not. It's not a place we're used to being, but yeah. happy to be here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I think we. We'll know how to handle this team, how to handle this game after a break. And I think we should be fine. Cool. Yeah. So you say 2-0, I say 2-1. Do you have goals? Uh, yeah, goal I, got two I got two goals. Goal scores. Um, two, two goal scores. I'm going to go, uh, I think Fafa's going to score one late. He's going to get the winner. But before that, it'll be Chabilko. Oh, nice. I was going to say Chabilko. Um, you I'll, can? Yeah, I was, I'll say Chabilko, but then I'll say um, Bedoya. Bedoya, nice. Yeah, gritty goal against uh, in a gritty game. Nice. All right. So then on Saturday, uh, we're going from a football field to a baseball field. <laughs> so stupid. It is so stupid, <laughs> but that is what we're doing. Yeah. So we're playing NYCFC at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. What a crappy week for you. Yeah. I didn't, soccer. I didn't think about that. From football stadium. Yeah. That's turf to a baseball stadium, yeah. which is just crap. At least they're not like. Far trips, yeah. Like New England's yeah. a little further, but that's that's. I feel like that might even be a could even be a bus trip. Yeah, maybe maybe a fun bus, sing songs. <laughs> I don't know, uh-huh. but yeah, that's rough. Uh, especially after this, the, the way last year ended. Yeah, so couple losses at that field. So maybe maybe we'll follow a U.S. men's team by getting some revenge after from previous letdowns. Luke's referencing the Trinidad and Tobago beatdown. Yeah, Saturday night. That was big enough, as big a loss as losing to NYCFC in the playoffs. Yeah, that's what people called it. Yeah, so man, it's the same thing. <laughs> so NYCFC, they're they have a really weird season. They are they've only lost once, and you're like, wow, yeah. they must be right near the they're top. But they're actually it. still in sixth place in the East because yeah. they've got eight ties. They only well, they're they're the team that only has played 14 games, right? Yeah, they've only played 14 games. Point point per game. It's still, it's if stupid. you're paying attention to points per game, yeah. they'd be in third in the East, but uh, by points right now that they actually have in hand, they are, they're all the way down in sixth place. Um, so they've only lost once, but they've tied eight. So that's kind of a boring season for them. It'd be such a frustrating thing to as a fan. Yeah. Like, I don't know how dramatic watching. those ties were, but like game in and game out ties. Is, it's a, that's a, that yeah. Sucks. Yeah. Uh, so in the open cup game, their top striker, Aber, he, he had a hamstring injury, so he potentially will be out. Um, is I was that, looking at this lineup, and they, they can be very attack-heavy. So they they might try to come out and really get after our back line and stuff, um, especially knowing that we don't have Blake back there. Right. I saw something that they start with uh, a five attackers for a game, hmm. um, but one of them was Iver. So if he's out, maybe they'll have to adjust. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of like... Uh, uh, it's it's always like I, I don't know what to think about when they're playing in on the baseball field. Right, it's and just such a weird thing. Yeah, they're tough. They're really kind of they are a tough team to read, especially since David Villa left. It's been hard to get an understanding of what this team's really doing. I I don't know. At least for, it's for like for me, like it's like they play a false nine kind of thing, and just yeah, they just have a bunch of attackers. No one's really like standing out too much. I know that Matriza guy is supposed to be really good, but I, I feel like he's been. Not like not lighting it up, not like a mm-hmm. like Giovinco or whatever that he was supposed to be, but yeah, Maxi Morales is uh, always he's good. Zuri yeah. Shradi is supposed to be he has good mm-hmm. good forms, but like yeah, they're a team that like it just if you could catch them on the right night, we'll be fine. On the wrong night, they could light us up. So right, um, or Sean, we'll just time like they do every game. Every so. other game, <laughs> yeah. Sean Johnson will be out. His well, he'll still be in the Gold Cup, so mm-hmm. we'll be going up against their backup, which I was. I never thought I've never been impressed with Sean Johnson, especially playing against uh, against them at their baseball field. Mm-hmm. I feel like 
he always kicks the ball out of bounds. And I always was like, man, that's like, I don't, I don't know. I always felt like he gave up possession very easily. So I don't know. And they're a team who likes to play out of the back, to play it to his feet. And then if he doesn't have a short pass, he would always kick it long and out of bounds. He just couldn't keep it in. It was always going over the their left um, sideline. So right. I don't know if they'll adjust how they play with a backup keeper, if they'll still try to work on building it out of the back or if they're going to change it, maybe just play more of a, a long ball with yeah. a backup keeper. Who knows how... Um, I don't know if this is the guy, but Stuver, if that's the guy who's going to be there. Yeah, that guy. I mean, he's got in one game this season, so I'd imagine he's the guy that's going to come in this this mm-hmm. match as well. But yeah, so hopefully, I. It's, yeah, and it's, it's really the one of the one of the biggest factors is just that field. Like, it's so hard to go go into that into that stadium and play a decent soccer game on that field. Uh, not, it's like it's just so hard to play our game. Yeah, I, so. I know last year, like we we kind of were playing a different style than where we're going to this year, where, where we're we can we can rely more on the press this year, but yeah, we still think? I feel like oh, sorry, well we feel like we still have been a very possession heavy team this this year that that and that's what really we couldn't do it on this field last year. So I don't really know what the game plan is going to be for this year for us or for this game uh, for us. Like if we're going to change it up and really just rely on the press or try to break through with the with the possession. Yeah, so this is this is one where we might really see uh, Jim Curtin. So over this year, I feel like we've seen Jim Curtin show a lot of growth. Granted, he's had a lot better players than he's had in the past. And this game might be a great example and a great uh, opportunity for him to show that he is worthy of maybe an extension, um, being that, you know, just half a year ago, we lost on this field. This, right. this, this field, I'm just saying, not even the team, the field um, ended our season. So... Maybe this will be a chance for him to show that, okay, I've been doing every other move right this year. Here's another chance, and maybe right. he'll prove that, like, this is the adjustments I'm making. This is going to work. I sure hope that's the case. Right. Uh, so on, on that note, one one idea that I have that could be more effective for us like on this field in this situation is maybe take out Harris. Because I know he had a lot of difficulties on that field last year, especially in the playoff game that I feel like if we want to just kind of ditch the the possession game and, and go straight to the press on this field, take him out and then keep make it, uh, I don't know, three, four, four, three, three, have some like, uh, like Fafa and Sanders in the wings and, and uh, Bedoya, Montero and, and Aaron's in the middle and really just kind of press the mm-hmm. crap out of them. Rather than rely on Harris's passing game, yeah, I don't. I don't really think that's going to happen. But I feel like that'd be an interesting look and an interesting mm. idea going into this game. Yeah, especially after a midweek game, probably Harris get get good rest, and you know, I wouldn't. That'd be smart in that regard as well. Yeah, yeah. I I just it, I hate watching games on that field. And yeah, that's what we have to do this Saturday. Yeah. So, what's your prediction for that game? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with the tie. Ah, man, I was gonna go with the tie. <laughs> Classic NYCFC. Yeah, I'll say like a one-one tie. It's uh, gonna yeah. be a frustrating tie, but they're a good team, so it's gonna be a decent result for us. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll go. I'll go different. Okay. I'll go different. And you're never gonna hear us predict a loss on this show, so I'm gonna go one-zero win. The way you approached that, I thought you were gonna you were gonna go with a loss. Nope. I can't. I can't you, you know, I'm not gonna ever give this team a loss. Breaking Doobie Brothers history. I thought, <laughs> no. but. I've never, never in my life thought the Union were going to lose a game. It's been a very hard life, but because they've lost more than <laughs> I've wanted them to. But yeah, I think we're going to win one zero. I think it's going to be. I'm going to go with a Marco Fabian goal. I think he's going to get in this game. I think they're going to be bunkered in in their little in their little field. I think the Union are going to press them. I think we're going to keep possession in their end. I think Fabian's going to show that he he was brought in to break down a bunker and put one in. Yeah, I feel like that if anyone on our team can break down their team uh, on that field, it, it's Fabian. I feel like if he can get into that game, if he's healthy enough, that'd be a, kind of a, a pretty great opportunity for him. Yeah, um, I'm predicting a long shot. I think I think nice. 20, 25 yards out. So half field on that, on that field. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, I think I think a nice long shot. Backup keeper, small field. I think he'll just hit one. And he'll, that'd be nice. He'll squeak through some defenders and boom. Yeah. Goal, 1-0. Philadelphia Union, six points from the week. Boom. Taking six from the week. All right. Take that. Anything else you want to talk about for this week? Um, 
I don't think so. Cool. Awesome, guys. Uh, so listen to this break. Uh, and after the break, we're going to uh, hand out some first half awards. I know everyone's excited for that. Then we're going to get into what our second half predictions are and what we want to see. So come back after this. Hey, guys, this is Doopy Brothers Podcast. It's AJ and... Uh, and Luke. We're back. We just uh, previewed the NYCFC game, the New England game. Now we're going to talk about what happened in the first half. We'll hand out some awards. Everyone's excited about that. And then we'll preview what we want to see in the second half of the season at the midway point here. So, Luke, I've got the first half stuff. Um, I'm going to fire some out to you, and then we'll go through the second half. So, first half awards. Let's get right into it, okay? Mm -hmm. Union brought in a bunch of new guys this year. Ernst Tanner making his mark on the team. Who is your newcomer of the year so far? Uh, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. It's Kai Wagner. You you have anything different? No, you know, I got the same guy, Kai Wagner. He is Wagner or Wagner? Wagner. Va- yeah. Wagner? Wagner, isn't it? Wagner, with a, with a German W, yeah. so V. Volkswagen. Wooten. Wooten. Let's just pronounce words with Vs. <laughs> yeah, Wagner. That's, I, yeah, it's, it's definitely an obvious one. Yeah. Wagner's got to be the winner for that one. Um, coming in, exceeded all expectations, and he's been so solid. Matt Real is probably the one who's been hurt the most by this. but Right. Because um, I think he still could be... A good player. He, yeah. I, I feel like he probably was basically ready this year yeah. to be a, get endless minutes, but but we can't complain to have two strong left back options. Yep. And Wagner's been nothing but be good. So uh, yeah, he's been our newcomer of the year. All right, Luke, most improved. Most improved. Who you got? I have Jack Elliott. Jack Elliott, nice. Not that he's been bad before, but I just think he's raised his game so much this year mm-hmm. that like he's he's our best defender. Mm-hmm. And and that's even with Wagner, he's playing playing incredibly too. I think Jack Elliott has just been really, really good this year. And yeah, that's that's my pick. And that's your second player who's keeping an under twenty guy out of the starting lap because McKenzie sure. could be yep. in. So um Oh and I still love Mark McKenzie and I think he's I know we be. love Mark McKenzie yeah. around here. My most improved is gonna be a surprise to you. Take take a guess. Is it Gaddis? Nope. Huh. Although he was he's he came in that second. That was my first yeah. instinct choice. That was my second in my uh personal poll. My most improved is goes to James Curtin. Oh, Jim Curtin. Okay. okay. He's been my most improved for the union this year. I think yeah. he's just uh shown some stuff that we have not seen and not used to seeing from him. And I think he's he's improved as a coach, and that's what you want. Young coaches coming in, learning and being given time to learn. I feel like that's a big thing. The union yeah. did not ship him off after a couple of uh, mediocre seasons. I think we stuck with him. Um, kind of like uh, DC's kind of stuck with Ben Olsen, and mm-hmm. they've done all right with him. And so I, I, I like to see a team sticking with a coach and giving them time to either improve or not. And this year I think we've seen a lot of improvement, so he gets my most improved. Nice. I like, right. that. I like that pick. Yeah. So 17 games into the year, who is your most valuable player? MVP, the big one. Um I could go with two in two directions. I've got two directions too. So whichever one you choose, yeah. I'm going to make sure I don't. I, okay, that then one. I'll just say Montero. Oh, okay. Just because he is by far the best player we have on the team, and I think he's just proving it every week. I mean, I think he's. I honestly do think he also has another level that he could get to. It seems like there's still places that he could improve, but I still think I just think he has been playing so great and has been such a crucial role in the midfield for us that um it, and it's just a player we haven't seen in, in how do you know if there's ever, we ever had a player kind of like him uh in our midfield so yeah i've been i've been liking him so who do you got cool so uh, he was he did not make my oh, okay my top two who was your other one just out of curious uh harris okay cool cool so that was that was who i so i was between harris and bedoya but i'm going to go with bedoya Nice. All right, so Bedoya, because captain of a first-place team, um, he's he does a lot of dirty work, but he's also put in a couple goals this year at some important times. So I, I gave it to Bedoya. Um, another one I thought thought might be in the running might be El Sino. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I, I it's nice to have that many options for this MVP award. I yeah. feel like El Sino, Harris, Montero. Uh, Bedoya. Yeah, I like the Bedoya pick. I uh, to make another argument for him. I think we've seen a lot of games this year that we kind of had to dig in and, and come back, and 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 we pulled wins out that we haven't seen before. And I think a lot of that comes from the team chemistry and the team leadership. And I think that that is Bedoya's biggest uh, asset on this team. Definitely. So, definitely. 
I think it's a good call. Yeah. Um, I think Harris has been super valuable. Just we've talked about right. this yeah. a couple times on the podcast this this season. So, uh, I mean, he's just a player who pulls a lot of strings, and without him, we don't really know who would be a good replacement for him. Right. The team would have to change a lot if he's not in there. So, yep. Very val- that hit on the valuable portion. So, do you have a coach of the we- a coach of the year? A coach of the year. <laughs> That's a good for the team. Year. <laughs> for the team, I I, I think I'm going to have to go with my. Uh, my gut here and say Jim Pat Newton, Timothy Kurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he he's been awesome. Yeah. Uh, coach of the coach of the week three times so far. Just turned forty. Um, it's killing it. Yeah, this is this is forty. This is forty. Is that a movie? That it's a movie. It was mediocre. Mediocre. Yeah. So hopefully his forty is better than mediocre. <laughs> All right. So let's first half out of the out of the way. We end in in first. So. Pretty great. Yeah, let's couldn't, let's couldn't look be forward. Let's look forward. Let's go into that second half of the year. Woo! Ten. Nice. <laughs> I. Nice. Uh, okay. So, right, so second you, half of the season. Mm-hmm. You're the host here. Yeah, that's where we struggle. No. Uh, <laughs> so who's who's your key player for the rest of the season? Who's going to be? Who do you think? I'll say this. Who do you think is going to be the MVP of the second half of the year? Okay, so do you think it's going to stay with Bedoy, or is there going to be a new, new guy? When you say new guy, um, I think that that's the direction I'm going okay. with the new guy, the key player, and the MVP of the second half. I predict is going to be Andrew Vutin. Nice. I think he's going to come in, continue his round form from Bundesliga two. I think he's going to score a bunch and kind of be that striker that we've we've been looking for for the past couple of years. Yes. Who's your key player for the second half of the season? Uh, Marco Fabian. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's still too expensive and too... It's, I mean, he's, he's our star number 10 that we still haven't seen. So I think getting him into the into the team and getting him performing is is huge. And the fact that we've gotten where we are without him is, is great. But I think if we're playing without him, is it's just... I don't know. That just means there's more to be desired from this team. Yeah. Um, so okay. Yeah, I definitely definitely agree with that. I'm ha- I have him somewhere else in this okay in this conversation. So that's why I don't have him for there. But yes. Okay. So yeah. So I'll I'll give you the next one, but I'll ca- I want to phrase it uh, in a way that hopefully gives us some different opinions. So who needs to raise their level of performance the most? And I'll give you I'll give you options. Okay. So I, I kind of want to group some guys together. Okay. So I, I, first one, I'll say just Marco Fabian alone. I'll leave him in, in his own category. And the second one, I'll put, I want to put all the strikers in. Okay. Because I just feel like if you single out one guy, that's, that's not as, uh, I don't know, maybe not as uh, glaring as, as you, you, maybe you could argue Marco Fabian would be. So I'll just okay. put all the strikers together. And then I could, then you can also put the defense, defense together because they could really carry this team. They've been great, but they could also, if, if we have a Loctite defense, we're not going to lose. So... All right, cool, cool, cool. Okay, so, so you kind of you changed the rules on me. Yeah, because I feel like we would kind of... Both say Marco Fabian. Exactly, yeah. Right, so okay. I want to I want to kind of give it a, maybe a little bit of an angle. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm torn between who needs to... So for who needs to raise their level of performance the most, I'm torn between Fabian and the group of strikers. Uh, with, your, with your rule change, I'm going to change my initial answer from Fabian to the group of strikers. Okay. I think... I think our midfield is um, experienced enough and good enough that we could deal without Fabian for longer and then bigger spurts. But I think if our strikers don't score goals regularly, I think we're we're in trouble. I, I, I've mentioned this before on the podcast a couple episodes ago that, yeah, we're getting you know well-rounded production from all kinds of guys, but that's that's kind of lucky. We don't have that. Well, hopefully we do now, but... We don't, we haven't had that striker who's kind of a guaranteed 15 goals a season, and without that, things could go dry very quickly. Right. If none of our guys are scoring more than a goal every few games. Yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, that's pretty hard to argue against. Um, I'll I'll try to make a case for, again, for Marco Fabian for this this one. Um, just that, even if we have like strikers that aren't hot or aren't clicking right now, if we had a a, a Marco Fabian that's in form, he could still facilitates of strikers that aren't creating chances for themselves. He could be the guy that facilitates all of our attack if he's playing at the performance that he could be playing at. 
So I feel like he could, if if he's at his top game, then he could negate. Um, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Poor striker form. Poor, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Poor striker form. Less than ideal. Okay. Yeah, and and cool. and if we stick just like with a striker by committee, then he could still work with that rather than just like relying on maybe a guy every other game. You know. Yeah, I guess part of my answer is with the idea that. I haven't seen him do that. Right. So yeah, and, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. That, but I mean, me so, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully you're right. Hopefully I'm right. Hopefully, hopefully so, both it, do uh, do, and they both yeah. raise uh, raise the level of play, and hopefully we can get lots of goals from the strikers from yeah. the foot of Marco Fabian. Yeah, I feel like the second half is mainly just uh, how many goals we can score and who can score, who, who we can hopefully more get than goals the from. other team each game. Yeah. So on that note. Uh, who do you think is going to score the most goals in the second half alone? Second half of the season alone. Just second half. This is easy. <laughs> this is easy for me. Andrew, don't call me Wooten. Wooten. Okay. People are going to call him v- Wooten, though. Woo! <laughs> we already know it. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, who, who, who do you have? Um, so I was torn between him. Because just, I mean, I, I loved for him to be it. But we also have other good strikers. So I want to say Santos. I, I'd say he's the only <laughs> other striker who I would have... Yeah, there. I, I mean, I think Casper still could rise to that level too, but I feel like he might kind of regress down to, I don't know, maybe more of a bench player and, and spot starter, but I feel like Saints is, is going to get more time, and I think he, he has the ability to, that we've already seen, that he can really take over and, and score a lot of goals for us. Yeah, I think we're going to agree with you that, uh, no, I, I pick I, I pick Vooten, and I think Santos is going to be the second best. I do agree that I think... I kind of think we've seen the best of Casper for the year. Not that he's going to be bad, but I think he's going to definitely be kind of more of a bench player. Um, yeah, definitely. I think he's going to regress to a second string yeah. and kind of, I, I feel like, I just feel like we've already seen the best and we're not going to right. be able to count on him to score three goals in, in three games or something, yeah. four and four games or whatever I, it was. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I don't know. Uh, to be de- play devil's advocate right there. Um, that's kind of what we, we would probably would have been saying last year about Corey Burke, and he never really stopped his performance. So he, he that kind of makes the case that Sans, that uh, Casper could just keep going and uh, kind of just surprise us. That's true. That's true. Um, all right. So then I have a question for you. Okay. Uh, where will the Union finish in in the East? Oh, man, it'd be so painful to say anywhere below first right now. Because mm-hmm. I, I so like I, I really don't want to make any case for that. Okay. I. You say so. You say they're gonna finish. Yeah, first I, I feel like we're gonna finish first. I think we're gonna hold off. I think probably Atlanta's gonna be really close. They're probably gonna team we're really gonna be fighting for, fighting against. But um, I think we, I think we keep it. I I, I think maybe we'll dip. You know, somewhere in, throughout the the second half of the season. But I think we'll finish at the first, and uh, that could be pretty cool. Yeah. So I I think I'm, this is gonna be weird, but I'm gonna be the negative one. Okay. I think we're gonna finish second. Okay, so it's not super negative, but I do think Atlanta yeah. is going to catch up. I think I th- I just think there's too much value in how much they've spent on players and their coach. And I think they're going to find form right. and catch up. I mean, they've got games in hand. They're yeah. already close points per game and goals. Yeah, I can imagine they pick up a, a signer or two that could really mm-hmm. help them too. Yeah, so I, I do think they'll catch up. But I do think we're going to hold on to second place. I think we'll get get the home playoff game, which we all want. Yeah. Do you think? Off the, off the top of your head, do you think it'd be easier to get that first playoff win at of, as a first place seed or as a second place seed? Because as a second place seed, you play the worst seed, right? So we'll be playing and seven. at first place, you'll be further in, in the tournament, but then you'll probably be getting a different, a more difficult opponent. Yeah, well, you'd probably be playing like a fourth or a fifth seed or something at yeah. that point. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but, it might yeah. be not a bad thing to finish second and get a home game against what might be like a. I mean, Toronto's right there. Toronto, Columbus, possibly. Yeah, Chicago could sneak up there. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if we're looking at it like just just get a playoff win, we we would be fine with second or even third. Yeah. If but we're I looking just, for a playoff win, I don't want to – there are some teams I do want to avoid. Like, I don't want to play Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't want I, – I basically don't want to play a team – that's got good playoff experience. Exactly. Yeah, it's, uh, it's right Atlanta, New York. And I guess I mean recent playoff experience. Right, right, right. So I'd, I'd enjoy a Columbus or a Chicago because it's been a few years since they've been that spot. I, yeah, I mean, those teams, I don't know if they even can make, can make the playoffs. Right. I mean, everyone can make the playoffs. I mean, it's like, MLS when 
you know, True. more than half the teams make yeah. the playoffs. So yeah, I guess some of them have to. <laughs> yeah, someone someone has to be. I mean, it might even be yeah. New England. They yeah. And, yeah. and at this with the the East and just the way MLS is set up, I and mean, you you win two three games in a row or yeah. something like that, a little run here and there. Yeah, you, you, that's crazy. You're gonna be in the playoff picture. Yeah. Uh, so what's next? Best case, worst case, best case case. I don't know why I wrote that. Best case scenario for the Union. I mean, that's gotta be obvious, right? Yeah, MLS Cup. MLS Cup is way different than uh, I feel like we're used to. Yeah, I feel but like I feel like, like best case we're like is, like I mean we keep creating it. This is a different team, mm-hmm. and we can expect that. I mean, not expect that we can. Hopefully, realistic, we can say realistic. That. Yeah, usually say just, that that's a uh, not a possibility for us. Yeah, but I bet if you go back to episode like one or two, one of the ones before the season, I'm sure we were like, oh, if we get that seven spot. <laughs> no, man. I, no, I remember sitting in this basement saying, we're gonna be top seed and we're gonna win MLS Cup. And okay, you said you said that, uh-huh. but did you believe it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I always believe in everything I say. Oh boy. Um, so yeah, I, I think, didn't believe you. <laughs> well, you don't believe anything I say. True. Um, That's it. That is a best fact. case scenario. Out, and everyone, just take a second here. Picture this. Just enjoy this picture. Alejandro Bedoya. He reaches down, raises up the oh, trophy, boy. confetti flying, everyone's cheering, jumping around, champagne spraying, Jay Sugarman dancing, Jim Curtin crying. Your Philadelphia Union MLS Cup champs, yeah. and there's tears in our eyes. <laughs> Everybody goes and gets that tattoo from the oh, CTO. That's uh, best. Side case. note: I think a, a Union tattoo is in the near future. Yeah, for, I, I just for, I need, for me I need to. Yeah, me too. I need to get 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 the money. I need yeah. to get the get the cash. Iron. Yeah. What what Union tattoo are you gonna get? Can you say it on there? I, I think it, it'd be a variation of the logo. I don't know if I'd stray mm-hmm. to. Uh, creative with it. Cool. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. So, the, so that's, that's the good times. Yeah, good times. Worst case. Worst case. This is getting tattoos of Atlanta United now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Philadelphia Onions. <laughs> oh, no, not Union Onion. I mean, not Union Onion. <laughs> I'm going to cry either way. Um, uh, worst case scenario. Uh, I'd say worst case would be like third or fourth. I don't think we have that big, that low of a floor. Uh, I'll say the worst case as far as standing wise. I don't, I don't think mm-hmm. we can drop too far. I think we can. We're still. I don't think the floor is going to fall off with this team. Mm-hmm. Let's like Blake Harris, Bedoya all get injured for the rest of the season. Like it, like crazy things could happen that would ha- that have to be a possibility. But. Uh, yeah, I think that it'd be worth that. And then we'd lose a, a first playoff loss. And then we'd, worst case is we'd sign Curtin soon. And then that Crash. proves to not <laughs> really be a, a smart choice. Kind of like a, a Man U situation. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we don't want to be like Man United. Exactly. Yeah, I think worst case, Harris gets hurt. Blake gets hurt. Wooten get, Vooten gets hurt. He's already just a bust. Yeah, or he's just a bust. Um, we signed Montero big time. He he gets hurt. I, I say, well, I don't know. Some variation of people getting hurt. Yeah. I think we fall to an away playoff game and lose. I think that would be just just the worst. And then you have Bedoya bending over, reaching down, picking up some just his socks and shin guards and shoes on the field after he lost in New York on a baseball field again. Uh, that 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 sounds pretty rough. Yeah, yeah, it'd be bad. Losing at NYCFC would be yeah, that'd be rough. because there'd be like no progress case. from last year. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. We should have done worse first and then best. Yeah. Now I'm pretty bummed. Uh, yeah. So let's uh, let's remember that so notes sad. for the future. Hopefully next year we get to do the podcast. Well, you think we'll still be brothers next year? <laughs> yeah. So next year we'll still be two brothers. <laughs> and. Um, so, yeah, we'll remember to do worst case first and then best case because yeah. I was really into the best case. Yeah, that was, that was nice. You really painted a nice picture. Thank you. I was an artist once. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> all right. So, let's move on to the next thing. Uh, we're going to steal this from uh, uh, the Total Soccer Show. They, if you guys listen, ever, any of you uh, listen to them, they, then you know that they do this, they, what's called, like, very specific predictions. So, just, like... Uh, just pick a very 
Yeah, yeah, specific prediction about a player, a uh, thing that this team's going to do or not do. Um, so, yeah, you want to let's, – let's do that. All right, so my very specific prediction is a good one. You know, got to be good, got to be positive. Positelphia, it's sweeping the Chester County area. Chest, <laughs> no, not Chester City. We're from Chester County. Yeah. Chester City area. Um, here's my very specific prediction. Andrew Vooten, 11 goals. 11 goals. 11 goals wow. in the second half of the season. I think he's going to come that's in. That's a he's, lot. It is. That's, we only have, that's like 16 games, right? I, is it 17? I think they have oh, 17 okay. left. 34 Still, that's, season. Yeah, 11. I think I think 11 goals. That's like, okay, that's like his his uh, Bundesliga mm-hmm. performance. Yep. I think, I think he's going to score 11 goals. I think he's going to just continue his run of form. I think he's going to just kind of be this beam of light that the Union have been looking for and just a striker who... We can rely on. Yeah, it's crafty in the box, and we've got the team around him. We've got other strikers who can hopefully play with him. Um, so yeah, I just I just want him to get in July, July 9th. Oh yeah, I guess guess it won't be a full seventeen games, seventeen oh, games true, right yeah. now. But I'll be, uh, so be like fourteen. 14. Yeah, but yeah, I'll still go eleven. Huh? Okay. I'll go eleven. That's, that'd be incredible. And I maybe one or two of those will be in the playoffs. Okay. So still, that's eleven awesome. goals in the season. In, okay, in the second half of the season, that's my specific. Uh, I went a little more abstract, not abstract, a little more low, low key with this one. Okay, and uh, I'm going to say Anthony Fontana is going to score three goals. Oh, okay, yeah, I think he's going to get a little bit more of a, a bench appearance, and uh, for the you know midfield midfield spark plug as as he as he is, and he's going to score score put away a couple goals. Okay. Probably, maybe like two of those like kind of garbage time minute goals, mm-hmm. but I think he's gonna get in there. I feel like he's gonna get a who, little more, a uh, little more chance. Who do you see losing minutes to him? Um, I don't know. Maybe just like injury. Uh, you know, get, maybe shares a little more minutes with Aronson and mm-hmm. uh, That's like what I was going, going say, in for Aronson. Fabian. I think I think if Fabian becomes a starter, I don't think he's gonna be a consistent ninety minute starter, mm-hmm. which is fine. I think mm-hmm. we have midfield depth that can cover for that. Like I am saying, yeah. But uh, so yeah, that's what I, that's what I got. Cool, Fontana yeah. for three. Yeah, Vooten uh, for okay. eleven. I want to add another one that I think okay could be interesting. Okay, because I don't think we ever we haven't really discussed this or thought about this. I think Tanner is going to sell one player. He's going to sell one player. Yeah, like, in, the, like in, the, in, you, the, in the transfer window. Do you mean like one of our youth players, or do you mean like just a like first a, team player? A first team player from the you know starting eleven twenty three. Th- um, let's see. So. Who's looking for a right back right now? Where's Gaddis going? <laughs> so I was thinking, like, I think Blake could ease, could go because we clearly have two very capable keepers behind him. I think that's an if if there's an offer, I think that's an option. I don't think I don't think it's gonna be like Trusty or Aronson yet, but I think maybe like Fontana could go for a small move or. You're all over Fontana right now. I know. He's either going to score three goals or he's going to be sold uh, in a hey, month. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. That, that Maybe not Fontana, but I'm just saying that that could be an option. Or, I don't know, maybe find Burke a home or, or sell Fafa for maybe a little bit of a profit or something. I don't know. That's okay. what I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, I'm not saying who, but I'm saying that I feel like there's a, a move that Tanner makes. Because I feel like he surprises us with those kind of yeah. selling, those moves. Like yeah. We didn't see Rosenberry at all. We didn't really... I didn't really, I didn't really see a calm happening. Or uh, Sapong was a little more predictable, but mm-hmm. I feel like he makes these, these kind of ruthless moves, but they're very smart moves and calculated. Yeah, I would say if if I see someone moving, I could see Blake moving within the league. I don't think he's hmm. going overseas. I think, it'd be, be for big money though. Lots yeah, I think, I think he. I don't know, five six hundred thousand sure. in the league, maybe more. Not yeah, really. I mean, I could see Tanner giving him a place in like two Bundesliga that sets him nice, yeah. sets him up nicely for a move up. But um, and then the other one I could see moving would be Fafa. Just because yeah. I feel like he's he hasn't quite found his spot, and yeah, I feel like I know he said like he has played striker, but he's I mean he's such a winger. Yeah, he like, really is, and, and and I think a team would really value his exactly offense yeah, he, and defensive input. Th- yeah, and it's it's like a comp thing. Like a comp is a great player, but he just didn't really have a spot on this in this formation. Mm-hmm. And I think Fafa Fafa has honestly he has been playing not terribly for us. He's he's given a lot of production outside of goals. He's, you know, been running defenses tired like crazy. But I just think... And sadly, they're both players we like a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Tanner doesn't give a crap about who we like. That's what I'm saying. I'm just... just, That's really my point. I think Tanner is going to make a move that it's kind of going to be like, take us back, but I think could be a smart smart Mm -hmm. business move. 
That's because that's what we've, he's been doing. That's just he's just killing it with these moves. Yeah, earlier today I was thinking I was just going back to the draft and thinking about just his his whole thought process of the draft and and watching these college guys and being like they're all 21, 20, 22 years old and they're not yeah. they're not first team players. I'm not going to spend any time if I can get anything from. Yeah. And then Cincinnati being like, holy crap, this guy's <laughs> like on the phone. You want us to take. All your draft picks? Yeah. All of them? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll take them all. It's not like we got a lot of money back, but it was something. Yeah, I don't think they're getting anything out of those exactly. picks. Yeah. And they're so, loaning probably all of them, and they pass on the other rest of them, though. So. Yeah, so yeah, I was just thinking of that conversation of the phone and just the oddity of yeah. Tanner coming in he, he has that, offering that. That kind of, like, unbiased clarity with, like, looking at these moves and, and potential moves that I think uh, we can't really, like, see beforehand but then we, we look, see what he does and, and take back or, and like sit back and, and like think about that it's like oh that was that was a good move that was yeah, smart he, yeah. he he's a smart dude so cool that's, that's cool. That, cool. Just, cool you prediction. know random prediction yeah good to think about yeah. um so yeah uh if, if you want let us know what your second half prediction of the year will be let us know where you think the team might finish who might be the who maybe who was the mvp of the first half who might be of the second half uh, reach out to us. We enjoy we enjoy hearing what you guys have to say, no matter how wrong it is or right it is. Mm-hmm. Um, Mackenzie could be one of those guys. I just thought they could be sold. Oh, that could be sold. Yeah, yeah. I think I just I think after the U twenty, not to jump back into that. I just another guy I thought about. Yeah, I think I think, but his potential. He's played a lot last year. Okay, sorry. I don't I don't want to yeah. jump back into that. Okay. All right, let's be done. Okay. Bye. All right, guys. No. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening. We'll, abrupt stop. We'll we'll be back uh, next week. We'll do it next Monday night again. And yeah, I'm off to the beach. Luke is going to be here. Yeah. Uh, rooting for the U.S. men, U.S. women. Got a lot of soccer going on. Summer of soccer. But most yeah. importantly, oh, the U.S. men are playing Wednesday night. Also. Oh, really? So get your double streams ready because... That game's pointless, though. They're already qualified for the next oh, round. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. People you guys might be enjoying going up to Philly. Oh, the US yeah. Game. The uh, quarterfinal. Yeah. 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 Should be cool. Yeah. All right. Maybe, maybe we'll be there. I'm not sure. Mm, we'll see. Okay, cool. So we'll surprise you. All right, guys. <laughs> now we're done. <laughs> Let's end it now. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. All right. All right. Bye. <laughs>